Good morning, church. For those who may have noticed, I'm not Scott Brud. For those who may be visiting don't know Scott Brud, I'm still not Scott Brud. <laughs> ah, so this week is another one of the one another series. It's week four. Wow. Now you all remember we began with the first one. What's the first one? Anybody? Love. Love one another. Yes. Very good. <clears throat> to me, that was the most important one to start with. You know, Pastor Scott shared that uh, we need love as Jesus loved. In 1 John 1, 7, if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Then came the, we call it the difficult one, when it shouldn't be, right? Anybody? Nah, uh, number two is confess. <laughs> Got Henry, the third one's for, no, you're okay. <laughs> confess to one another. And we were encouraged to find either someone or a small group or even the disciple bands where you could share with one another, confess your sins and have them pray for you. Well, <clears throat> then the next, last week was, of course, bear with one another or put up with one another. I don't know which way you like it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like bear with one another. That sounds a little bit better than putting up with me. Uh, but he said, you know, share that to, to bear with one another with love, again, with love, with humility, with gentleness, with patience, and do that as God bears us. So, open your Bible this morning to the book of Galatians. Really small book. It'll be hard to find. It's only six chapters. It'll be uh, Galatians chapter 6, the very last one. <clears throat> and we'll be sharing verses 1 through 5. <clears throat> if you went into Ephesians, you went too far. So Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. I hear pages still turning. <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is overtaken in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out for yourselves so that you also won't be tempted. Then our key verse is, Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone considers himself to be something, when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Let each person examine his own work, and then he can take pride in himself alone, not compare himself with someone else. For each person will have to carry his own load. May God add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. <clears throat> so we're going to focus on that verse 2. Because verse 1 that's a sermon all by itself. <laughs> it's about restoring your brothers on the right path, and it's kind of hard to do. And that takes take, take a lot of explaining, a lot of, uh, of comments, and I'll go in there to that. So carry one another burdens, and that way you fulfill the law of Christ. Well, let's look at why this letter was written. First of all, Paul wrote it to the churches in Galatia who were primarily made up of Gentiles, but they were being infiltrated by these Judaizers. The, the Judaizers were ones that told them they had to be Jews first to become Christians, which was a totally wrong message. <clears throat> so Paul letters to them remind them of the gospel that they had received and the freedom that came with it. Then approaching the end of the letter is where we find these final encouraging words, which verse 2 is one of them. Well, now the word to bear in Greek can mean to take up or carry away. And the word burden is defined as a very heavy load 
not something you normally would carry, like these rocks were a little, little bit heavy in that bag this morning. <clears throat> so, it means we should be taking up or carrying away the weights that others are carrying. In other words, no one should ever go through any of these situations alone. This is one of the responsibilities of the body of Christ. The bottom line is, <laughs> we need each other. We need each other. For every person, there will come a point in your life, you know, when you're overwhelmed by those burdens. And those moments, you'll be very grateful that you have someone there to help carry that weight. So there are many different examples we could use to show people behaving, bearing one of those burdens. But I want to focus on one from the Bible, one about Moses. So I'm going to read you this little short story here in Moses. It's in Exodus uh, chapter 17. It's the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Raphidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. And tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses had up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever his hands grew tired, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew so tired he couldn't hold them anymore, they took a stone, they put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on each side, one on one side, one on the other, so his hands remained steady until sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with a sword. Huh. That's probably one of the best examples of one, what it means to bear one of the burdens, right? I think that within this story there are, there are really some important lessons that we can learn that help us understand why this is so, so important. Ah, so to be a burden bearer first, you must be a burden carer. I'm not sure that's a word, but it does rhyme, carer and bearer, right? <laughs> what I mean by this is that you have to be willing to see the weight or the burden on others and then care enough about that person to want to do something about it. Well, Aaron and her, of course, recognized Moses was getting very tired. They cared enough to lift the weight that he was carrying. This is what Paul means when he says about bearing one another's burdens. You recognize the situation. That's wonderful. But you can't stop there. Pay attention to what they did. They took away or carried away that burden that he was bearing, the weight he was bearing. And he was allowed to even sit down so he could rest. They positioned themselves next to him. It was as if they were saying, it's in an old slang term, I got your back. <laughs> they had his back. But the last part of this is such an important part of what it means to, to bear one another's burdens. You have to stay until the job is done. Right? <clears throat> if you don't, well, that person's no better off than if you hadn't even helped them in the first place. To truly bear a burden, you need to be willing to walk with, stand by that person until the very end. Because remember, the definition is to take up or carry away that weight someone else is bearing. This requires you to see it all the way through just the way that Aaron and her did. Matthew 23, 4 says, well, in Matthew 24, 3, Jesus described all the heavy burdens the Pharisees laid upon the people. You know, there was the Ten Commandments, of course, the Mosaic Law. And in those, the Torah, there was also 613 other commandments. And then from that time till Jesus' time, the Pharisees added thousands, thousands. Can you imagine trying to live under that? <clears throat> so, I had that sack full of heavy rocks that I, I could use some help carrying. And you know, burdens, 
have different causes, right? Different types of burdens. So the first one I would talk about is physical. You know, like being weak, having a disability, or getting older and thinking you can still do the things you used to do. Ah, yes. There's a tall limb on a tree that, you know, you have to climb this ladder way up there to cut the branch down. And then that, <laughs> that could be a challenge. <clears throat> so you'd look for someone who could possibly help you with that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, the mic's right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can help trim that tree. I have All right. Amen. Thank you. There's one of my burdens gone. All right. If you look at physical, there's a whole host of things you could list under that. Um, you could even think of like mowing someone's lawn for them or if they're really sick and, and, and can't get out and do things, running to the store for them, I just, you know, sitting with them. Well, the second one I thought of was mental. A mental burden would be the biggest one I see is grief. And for those who are in school, going to school is a burden, right? Learning. Or just learning new things for us older people. <laughs> or maybe work stress. Anybody got work stress? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So who has work stress that can help me out with that? Number two. Yeah, Luke. I can help with your stress. All right. Let's talk about your work issues when we meet in our respective bands. Very good. Good idea. Wait for the cyber bands to talk about that. Okay. So a listening ear, right? Helps a lot with all those types of stress. Then we have, um, let's see, let's go with relational. Issues maybe in your marriage, maybe with your fellow church members. I hope not, right? Or with children. Anybody have any issues with children sometimes? Hmm. So maybe you could use some help in that area. I don't know what it would be. Oh, here we come, some help. I can help with the children. Yes. Let me teach the Sunday school class for you. You, you could use a break. All right. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> uh, and then again, another, another issue, a burden, could be spiritual. You know, there's sin, we have prejudice, or perhaps even just a, a spiritual battle you need help with. Oh, here comes some more help. I can add you to my daily prayer list and ask God to win the battle for you. Amen. Thank you, brother. All right. So prayer, so important. And, and biblical counsel, right? Well, now, you know, we can't, and we don't have to carry the burden of sin because Jesus paid that price. We need to just ask for forgiveness, and through God's grace, we are forgiven, and that burden would be lifted. Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty 28, 30 says, Come to me, all you who are heavy, are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. We praise God for that promise, right? Wow. So, you know, we've organized our church recently into shepherds and servants or elders and deacons, whichever you want to call it. And I have the privilege of being a shepherd here and help with the servants. But um, I would like you to know that I consider all of you servants. Maybe I should say all of us, right? We're all servants. All servants to God. So much of what goes on here at church requires volunteers. And I have witnessed so many people 
feel the needs as they come up here at church. I was thinking of mission work, the VBS, right? We had more volunteers than we'd ever had. That was just fantastic. This morning's worship. Praise God for the musicians, singers, those in the booth that help. That's all the women's tea that was successful, the women had short lately, recently. The upcoming women's retreat, men's advance, not right, men's advance, we don't treat. <laughs> uh, the summer camp that we have several here helping with and serving with that. And then the upcoming mission, which we first uh, introduced today, the Rise Against Hunger. So to do this, we get together for two to three hours, depending on how fast we are, and we will package 10,000 meals. 10,000. Now, this group is really organized. That's not us, you know. But we need 40 to 50 volunteers to show up just for a couple hours on that Saturday. And we actually have got sign-up sheets out there to start with if somebody wants to be, uh, don't, uh, be interested in signing up now. And then we need to raise some money. We have to raise $4,000 to pay for all the supplies, the shipping, and everything. And then they get back to us and tell us where it was sent and how we blessed someone in another country. The one recently I know of had sent money, uh, sent the uh, supplies to the Philippines. And one I went to, I think it was, um, I forget the other one. But there was, they go overseas and they're, they're at least a meal and, they're, and, they, and they just get, just get so blessed by that. So there's a, a pastor, Pastor Douglas, who had a comment about this same scripture I want to read, what he wrote. It's very, very, very interesting. And he said that, um, <clears throat> so this is, here's his words. Two times in the last month, under completely different circumstances, I had people say to me, I don't want to be a burden. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> don't want to be a burden. Well, in both cases, these statements were made by another Christian. And both times, his reply was, how could you be a burden? You're part of my family. This is just what we do for each other. So we always talk about brothers and sisters in Christ, but I don't, I don't think we often stop to really think about what it means that we are family. He said, I remember hearing a story about two brothers, and I'm sure y'all probably heard this one. <laughs> they were walking one day, and the younger one, he got so tired, just couldn't put one foot in step in front of the other, so he asked his older brother to carry him. Well, his older brother scooped him up, began to carry him, and he walked by his neighbor. His neighbor kind of chuckled and said, wow, he must be pretty heavy. And the older boy replied, he's not heavy, he's my brother. Well, it's a cute story, of course, but let's be realistic, you know? The younger boy would wait exactly the same, whether he was the brother to the other boy or not. But because he was family, that load seemed much, much lighter. And you can see the same truth in your own life. Think about everything your parents gave up for you. The freedom of activity when the moment you were born. Sleepless nights. <laughs> so some of you younger people can relate to that. <laughs> all the money spent on your food, your clothing, medical bills, all those things. The time spent driving you around, place to place. Sporting events, concerts, school plays, whatever. And then when you were a teenager, guess what? Those sleepless nights came back. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you got all that in your mind, right? So, so now think about that. And if you went to your parents and said, I'm sorry, I was such a burden to you. He said, if they're anything like my parents, they look at you like you got a 30 or coming out of your forehead. <laughs> They'd say burden. You weren't a burden. Well, yes, you were, but because of their great love for you, they don't see it that way because you are family. So think about your spiritual family. Those here gathered today, the people you call brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Do you really treat them as brothers and sisters? Or are they simply <laughs> your burden you have to bear? So no wonder Galatians 6.2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. It's one of the most simple and obvious responsibilities and joys. It's a joy of family life. So I got a question for you. Are we family? Yes. All right. Amen. Woo. I like that. <laughs> so can we take each other seriously from now on and help each other carry one another's burdens? Amen. Well, there's a couple good reasons why we should do this. One of them, number one, demonstrating your love. Demonstrate your love. This is how we know what love is. You know, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and truth. That's 1 John chapter 3, 16 and 18. And also demonstrates your faith. Another scripture from James chapter 2 says, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. James chapter 2, 15. So bearing one another's burden is where the rubber meets the road, right? It's where you just don't talk about your faith or you talk about your love for one another, you act on it. You show it to each other. So how can we, how can we bear these burdens today? You know, think about the modern culture, the modern life we're in. What's some of the things we can do? Well, number one, we've already talked about a little bit, is to be a listener. Be a listener. Many, many times we miss the opportunities to see the needs of others and what they're carrying we don't take time to listen. The truth about listening is that it, it takes focus, right? It requires you to actually pay attention to someone else, what they're saying. And in this fast-paced world we live in, this can be easily overlooked. So let's all work on slowing down a moment, hearing what people are saying and what they're going through. You'll be surprised how much you can learn if you just listen to them. This is something my wife tells me all the time. Just listen, right? <laughs> so some of y'all have heard that. Uh, be a connector. Bearing the burden of another does not always mean that you have to do the lifting yourself. Hmm. Sometimes that weight is just too great for you to bear. Or honestly, you might not be in the position to help. So what do you do? You become a connector. In this case, uh, Maybe you can't carry that weight, but you know someone else that can. So in this case, you simply make the connection, and you have done your part to bear that person's burden. Think about that. You don't have to be the one that always has to go out here and trim this tree branch or help move people. You can connect and find others to help. And also, let's be available. Hmm. Let's be honest. <laughs> Bearing burdens take time, it takes work, and it takes effort. Sometimes that situation may be dealt with quickly, and others may take much longer. So the key is to be available so that no one gets lost in the shuffle. Now, I will never say that bearing burdens is easy, but I will say, however, 
that is necessary because it is what God desires of us. As I said at the beginning, it's one of the most beautiful aspects of our Christian life. Let's remember that when you do this, you are being Jesus' hands and feet. Those in need, his hands and feet. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who are carrying burdens right now who could sure use a hand to lift that weight off of them. If you know someone in that situation, then be the one to help. Help them through it. So I want to talk about the other part of that verse. It threw me a little bit at first. The end of that verse says, in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. I thought about the law. The law? That sounds kind of you know, legalistic. <laughs> but upon further examination, <clears throat> yes, I found out the law of Christ is to love one another. Our very first lesson, right? Yes. Uh, John 13, 34 says, I give you a new command, which you've heard this, love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And if you look in your Bible, you still got it open to uh, Galatians chapter 5. Chapter 5, 13 through 15, because Paul had already kind of discussed this law of love himself. Chapter 5, 13 through 15, he says, For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hmm. So you see in the series, we're back to the beginning. <laughs> it's all about love. Hmm. But looking, let's look at verse 5 out of chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 5. Because it also seems a little bit odd compared to the other verse. It says each person will have to carry his own load. Well, you know, some translations actually use the word burden. But the word burden in verse 2 and in verse 5 are two separate Greek words. They mean different things. The uh, word load or burden at the end of this, this, this chapter means refers to a soldier's pack that he's able to carry to serve. It also signifies a ship's cargo. Now, this is the only time, it's very interesting, the only time Paul uses this word. The only time. And, you know, he had plenty of uh, experience sailing as a pastor on merchant ships through all his journeys. So he would have been very familiar with that term. And this word also signifies a precious and a valuable cargo. Hmm. So carry your own load. As followers of Jesus, we are charged with the mission of sharing the gospel. So our load, in my mind, some things I thought of were tools that we have to share Christ. Things such as our personal testimony, biblical knowledge, God's grace, the gospel or good news, a strong prayer life, and the support of brothers and sisters in Christ. Carrying a load for Christ also strengthens us. As the soldiers would carry their packs when they're heavy, and it strengthened them so they would build up their, their stamina. So these same verses in the uh, Message Bible, I love what he said about this same verse too. It has a slightly different message, but it's, I think it's very powerful. It says, stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed. Share their burdens, and so complete Christ's law. 
If you think you are too good for that, you are badly deceived. Wow. If you think you're too good to do that, you're received. So make a... Um, excuse me. He also says in Christ's law, which is the same thing. And, and after we have heard last week that we have to put up with one another, now this week, guess what? You have to also help one another without complaint as family. So let's remember then, when Jesus lifted our burden of sin from us, we were undeserving, right? He lifted our burdens by his death on the cross. There's no better place to learn that law of sacrificial love than at the foot of the cross. And there's no better person from whom to learn this law than from Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. And there's no better way to display our love for one another than to help carry one another's burdens. It's the undeserving helping the undeserving. For in this way, we will fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Hmm. Oh, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for the, the praise and worship time. We thank you that ah, you encourage us to share one another's burdens. You actually make it a command that we fulfill your law, but it's the law of love. Loving one another is so important, God. So I pray each and every one of us can take up and help take up the burdens of others as we Take time to listen, God. We do not take time to listen. We, we uh, pray for, you, for your forgiveness for that, God. We don't listen like as we should to our brothers and sisters when they need a hand, when they need help, when they just need somebody to listen to them, God. So I pray that we can go forth and, and truly spend more time with others, spend more time hearing their stories, hearing their, their burdens, and God, helping them out. So if we live together as a community, God, help us to be that community that you have designed us to be. Oh, God, we just thank you so much for who you are, for what you've done for us. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I leave, my burden's much lighter. I got less rocks in there. So this, instead of my burden now, this becomes my load that I'm going to carry forth this morning, take home with me. And remember, carrying one another's burden is so important. And we start by listening so you know what those burdens are. If we just rush out, hi, we're gone. Take time to talk with each other. And if you have a burden, be willing to share it. That should be easier than confessing our sins, right? <laughs> to one another. Ah, yes. So please stand. Have a benediction. And this benediction comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 18. So brothers and sisters... The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit as you go forth. Amen. Amen. Amen.